0: Welcome back, Linka Podcast. Today we have Jaleel. Willis, Jaleel, tell us about yourself a little bit.
1: Man, what else could I say that's possibly not already known if you follow my story? You know, it's like a local fighter kind of been branched out and got, a, you know, beyond the local branch now and trying to keep it going on a national scene and make myself home the same way I would, you know, when I was here locally, you know.
0: Do you would so right now you're fighting for who? Bellator, Bellator, right? Yeah. And um, what do you view when fighters like fight regionally, like locally again, after they still have a contract with Bellator? But Bellator was like, All right, go ahead and you can fight that fight,
1: like when they come back to fighting mm-hmm. uh, locally, yeah. I mean, the way I view it is, you know, it's like. Sometimes people got to do it, I don't know, because of money issues or because they really want to fight or maybe Bellator and them not come to certain agreements, you know. It's like, me personally, I'm kind of like, you know, I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, if I'm under contract with a company, like, I'm going to continue to fight for them, you know. It's like, I really don't want to with Bellator and then hop back on a regional circuit and then try to hop back into the Bellator pool like you know I really just want to stay focused on one branch. Well
0: that's what I'm saying like if you get hurt on the regional scene mm-hmm. then you know they may not sign you again or they may be like you know what we're just not gonna you, you, you're, you're um, what um is it called you don't have to fulfill your fights that are required with us we're just right, gonna terminate right. the contract thanks you yeah, know yeah. I just think when I see guys doing it you know when I'm watching I was like shit doesn't the guy fight for Bellator, and i look and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's got like three fights left and but you know he decided to take a fight because it's been mm-hmm. four months he's ready to fight i'm just like dude i get you on a fight but if you get hurt you know Same. i you're not making shit locally yeah. i mean i'm sorry i mean yeah. you know that and, firsthand yeah and don't um, that's why i say I, like
1: i really don't know like what drives guys to doing it like i yeah. understand like being a little bit more competitive like you know, more jujitsu competitions, boxing matches, stuff like that. It's like, I don't really see why guys, like, uh leave a platform like that and try to go back to the regional circuit. Like, I don't know. It's like, my, my deal is it's like, you know, less. Same way when I was with LFA, like, I was there and I – was kind of bombed that I had to come back.
0: You weren't um, just the... Ch- you just weren't there. You were the champ, man. You yeah, know? but... You know what I'm Welterweight, like, right? Yeah, yeah welterweight,
1: you know. but it's like... I don't think a lot of people remember, like... I think uh, I started out, like, with an A.O. for them, and then mm-hmm. I like, came back and I uh, got a win. Like, by, I'm pretty sure I was, like, back and forth, like a uh, 50-50 fighter for them. And then... So, like, I ended up coming back on the regional circuit, and that's when they offered me the title fight, you know? It's like, we got through the COVID times anyway, and so I I just kind of, like, took advantage of that. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: So, COVID was, COVID helped you, I guess, right? Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, you know, a lot of people, there weren't no shows. It didn't, I mean, I mean, some places, some some local companies, not local, but some regional programs were still doing fights where mm-hmm. they didn't get canceled, you know, stuff like yep, that. Yep. But they were like smaller, you know, like yeah, yeah, you could have five hundred people or Mm four hundred people when you they usually have like say two thousand people or whatever. Right. right. Like down in Florida, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. They just
1: letting it ride out there.
0: Yeah, Florida's wide open.
1: I was like, I didn't and me, I'm like I didn't understand what was going on. So so with me fighting still actively, I didn't even pay attention to those guys who like couldn't get fights, you know. Yeah. I didn't even pay attention to that. And it kinda like like, uh, humbled me a little bit. And I was like, damn, you know man." I mean? It's like I'm walking around here, like, able to say, like, I'm getting, they short notice fights. But I'm like, I'm fighting, you know. So, yeah. And it's on a good platform. And, you know, I mean, it's actually helping me get to the next level that I want to get to.
0: What do you, what do you like about being a fighter the most? And then the next part of the question is, what don't you like? Man, what I
1: like being, I what I like most is being able to just like, well, just like be me. Yeah. You know, that's what I like most about being a fighter. Like, I can just be me. And me is an uh, athlete through and through. You know what I mean? It's like, born an athlete, it's like, that's all I want to do. You know what I mean? It's like, so with me being able to now just, Focus on just being an athlete. Yeah, is like the best part about being a fighter. Like when I wake up in the morning and I'm kind of game planning on what my day gonna be like, what I'm, what my stress levels is about. A lot of it is like you know can be just not like drowned out, but a lot of it can really just be solved. Like okay, just go to to the gym. You know, yeah, you're supposed to do anyway, and go to the gym, train and. Make this happen, make this happen, you know. Like a lot of my stresses is just like paying a lot of gym dudes.
0: <laughs> what gym are you with currently?
1: Man, uh I like kind of bouncing around. So like, okay. I'm still solely with Memphis Judo and Jiu-Jitsu. Okay, that's
0: some that's the original,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's like, but you know, was, I started working with the guys over at law school MMA. Like uh Brian's striking system really helped me out a lot. I got you. Like, so I'm also starting to kind of trickle with him just like Helping me just more so, even with just get back to um, game planning as well, like gotcha. uh, full, like full blown counts with settling in with Brian and you know we like you know coming up with game plans here, game plans there, like so we can make sure that we on the same page because that's what I feel like at this point in time. Like I, I got the talent. I got like the resources around me. Right. You know what I mean? It's like I just have to put one hundred percent in like one thing, I feel like, you know, like one area of the game and I believe that area of the game right now for me is a uh, mental thing so far. You
0: know? right. Yeah. Right. So what's the, I'm gonna guess that answer to this question, what don't you like being about a fighter? The
1: mental thing so far. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's like like you
0: know, oh sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, just um just, man, I don't think people realize, like, you know, for me as a fighter, I, I I, distill it in me so much that I'm supposed to fight, I'm supposed to compete. So I don't worry about stuff until, it's like, it's time to compete. You know, it's getting close to compete. And sometimes I don't think that's always good. You know what I mean? It's like taking, um, you know, just taking... Your eyes off of what's supposed to become. You know, it's like a lot of people talk about. They don't want to hear about the fight. They don't want about asking them this. They don't want to talk about that. It's like sometimes I feel like you know that plays a big part on our mental game of like when we go out and perform. Because I know a lot of guys, including myself, you know, we have great performances when we just, you know, just
0: not so, even worried. Yeah, just I mean? focus yeah. on being a fighter, right? Mm-hmm, so just, you don't have to worry about this or that and yeah, you, know, you got people yeah. helping you. What um how did you how did you link up with uh Roland and Transforming Bodies? You know, I saw you one day, I saw his snap and I was like, "What the fuck? That's Roland." And I was like, yeah, "How does he yeah. you know Roland?"
1: Man, uh, Brian introduced okay. me to him, I think when I was like 19. Really?
0: Like so that, you've been yeah. training with Roland the whole time? No, no. I was okay. like
1: um it, it, you know, I I was used to be working and stuff like that. So when I was a teenager, I really didn't work too much. Right, but, uh, I was you know still training and kind of like was like whatever Brian was doing, I would just kind of followed behind, mm-hmm. kind of do the same thing. And Brian introduced me to Roland. Then and I think I trained with Roland probably about maybe like a year or two from like nineteen or twenty twenty one something like that. But I know once I went pro, it was like all work. And train, you know, work, train, fight, work, train, fight. So I really didn't even have time to even be in the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was always working or, like, kind of preparing for the fight and then just fighting, you know. So I I missed out on probably, like, I want to say, like, five years or something like that with Rowling.
0: I got you. Yeah, is a great guy, man. he, Me and him used to bounce together at mm-hmm. uh, 152 back in the day. Club 152
1: on Beal. Oh, no, he used to be a bouncer.
0: Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> no, you see how big the motherfucker yeah. is, right? He's like <laughs> this wide, but just pure muscle. Yeah. And God. when I saw him, and I hadn't seen him in a couple years, but yeah. I was like, man, he still has the size. Like, yeah. He hasn't lost He hasn't sign. lost any size off what he used to have. Man. But uh, yours used to be me, him, my buddy Stack. Yeah. We used to uh, run. I used to work the door on the side entrance and they used to run the third floor Mm -hmm. security and man, you didn't need any more security between those two guys because no one was going to fuck up with rolling around, you know, because if someone was fucking up, he would just walk up and be like, you know what, maybe this is not a good (laughs) idea because, you know, this is before there were uh, phones and stuff Mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah, you had a freaking, a razor, a Motorola razor, but yeah, you know yeah. the camera, camera it in that wasn't shit. <laughs> you know, but like, so you know they were they were fucking people up. You know, like, if people were trying to fight them, mm-hmm. You know, it, they, they would get swung at first, mm-hmm. and that was always the rule. If you're getting attacked, then defend yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you know, this shit happens. You know, you you're defending yourself, and it's you know, in the club, there's so in one at the peak of one five two is the first floor, second floor, and third floor. I was running the door to the second door. Other guys were running the first door. That it was, like, four guys on the first floor, four guys on the second floor, and, like, Roland stack Stackham Temple on Saturday was, like, three or four guys up there. Yeah. And, you know, that's 400 people per floor. I mean, you're, you've you been there. You remember how busy it used yeah, to be. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, I mean, Kelly Potter and them hooking us up and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it was even busier then than it was when Kelly was the general. Like, you know, general Kelly came in and built it back up. Yeah. But, dude, when it was EDM music, like, dance music and stuff, mm-hmm. man, that was the only thing for us, for the people to do. Like right. what year was this? This man, I think you may be like five. Uh, this was because you're twenty eight, right? Yeah, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. So, you were eight. This was about. Yes. This is. This is two thousand. This is two thousand one, <laughs> two thousand two, two thousand three. So yeah, you, yeah. So you were born yeah, what? Aren't we? Yeah. So. Yeah. But but no, like uh, it was just insane, and you know that was all the stuff we used to be able to do and stuff, and it was just fun. Do you think that money will ever be equal to boxing in MMA, and why are fighters not MMA fighters not saying "fuck it, we're not fighting" unless we get more?
1: Well, uh, mining. Here's the thing: I think people forget about MMA on their part. It's like, bro, you gonna find somebody who hungry and need to fight. You know, right? Zay, like, you gonna find somebody who want to fight for what Dana White is offering. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, so that's why I feel like Dana B is so quick about being like, you know, if you don't like it, go to boxing, you know, go to do this. Like a lot of those boxers, you know, they, they got something about them. They, they sell themselves too. Like I went to a boxing show last night. (laughs) Yeah. Every last one of them, like they got a show about them. You know what I mean? It's like, and you seen like the, the just the production behind them, like every boxer that went out there, you've seen the money, the production, like the person who put this time, put this time, put this time into them. So that's why I think the boxers get compensated as much, you know what I mean? And it's like, and even with them, like being out there, they do so much. It's like, like they had a show that I, 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 I kid you not, bro. They it was like the WWF times, you know, UFC. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah, like they really get you in like like riled up, wanting to see it. You know what I mean? It's like uh the fighters come out, they giving you entertainment, they they do way more than your typical MMA fighter. And it starts from just like something as simple as the walkout. You know, yeah. Like you see MMA fighters walking out. We a lot of times we so nervous. We just want to. You just focus. Yeah, we just want to yeah. get there. Boxers like these boxers coming out in like fur coats and you know got like a Ferrari or something. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: like it's kind of like Apollo mm-hmm. and Rocky. Yeah, like yeah. they putting on a show as they're walking up. Yep. Now see Do- you know Doctor Gardner. Yeah, he yeah. was a doctor last night at the fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I guess he, he hit me up about something, and we started talking. I was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, um, "Actually, a doctor at these fights." I was like, "Are you at the boxing thing?" That Jaleel was telling me about. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah." I was like, mm-hmm. "He's like, dude, you need to come through." He sent me a picture or like a like a story or whatever. Yeah, dude, there was there was like a thousand people in there. I mean, it was it was
1: yeah busy, and it, and it is the it's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy because I got in there and no lie, I seen the way it was put together. I was like, wow, it it was all local You know, for one. like everything was local. And then it was like um, a lot of young businesses inside the mix, too. It's like a lot of young people was able to put their brand out there and be able to make it work. You know,
0: and see, that's what's good about the local level. <clears throat> excuse me, is because if you're a startup company. And say you're, like, a photographer, and you just want to, like, you know, take photos. Yeah. Yeah, sure, you can come. They're not going to pay you, you know? Mm-hmm. And then right, you, right. Mean, you know, you have pictures of their of the fights, right? Yeah. But, like, that's your way to get your name out there, right? If you take some badass photos, and you do some editing to them, and mm-hmm. we, like, Daisy, you know, Daisy and Jeremy Lehman.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: know, Daisy's photos are good. Mm-hmm. They're really good. You know, you see them when she posts them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, like, you know, Jeremy's a good, too, but... I think there's a differential between hers and Jeremy's. That's yeah. where she like travels and does this, you know, yeah, and yeah. he's kind of like more Memphis based, mm-hmm. but both do better than most people I know, you know? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. like, and then also like, if you, like I said, you have to. your young company, dude, that to be on the corner, like uh, the, the corner post, you know, like yeah, right. uh, like one of the corners on the MMA ring, mm-hmm. uh, Octagon or whatever. Like I remember when we first started, maybe like 50 75, you know. Yeah. Then when we got when Nick 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 blew it up. Right, right. And you know the team everyone worked together and it made what it was. I mean, I think he sold sometimes he was selling those with a sponsorship deal, mm-hmm. those was like packages.
1: Yeah.
0: 4,000 5,000, wow. not just one. There's some multiple fights, mm-hmm. you know, but like I remember um my friend, he sold uh he sold a package in and he got 20% of the package. Right. So you know that was that was an incentive there. There, you mm-hmm. you selling the packages in, you're making this money. Obviously, see the big misconception is everyone thinks that these local promoters are just making all this money, right? Right. You know, and yeah, they're you know I'm gonna tell you right now, I swear to God, and you can ask people about this when when Nick first started to V3, mm-hmm. we didn't make he didn't make shit for the first like three years.
1: Yeah, I used to we hear about, we used to work for yeah. free. You know yeah that all I used to hear about like uh oh, like anytime y'all have a great show like somebody would mention like yeah we didn't make much though and I couldn't believe it you know what I mean
0: because because you know Nick wanted the production value to be absolutely the best mm-hmm. so he had the best you know he had uh elite multimedia I think it was at first mm-hmm. yeah and you know they were that was an expensive rig they brought in and stuff like that you know we had the LED screen yeah all that cost money and when people that have a promotion don't spend that money there. They just want to be like, Oh, they're bullshitting. They're lying. I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like there was, there were years that we didn't make shit. I think like the fourth year or fifth year is when we started making money. Right. Right. And then, you know, eight, nine years later, he sold it, you Mm -hmm. know, but like it's, there's money in it. But when everyone thinks that, Oh, we're using these amateur fighters, you know, right, right. to get beat up on what we make it when he, he's, we're making all this money and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's, that's not the case because right, right. I mean, he'll show you his books from when we, you know, mm-hmm. the first like five years or six years, if you want, but like, it's not like everyone's making all this money, but you know, obviously the amateurs aren't getting paid. They're getting paid like via like, um, ticket sales, ticket sales, you know, yeah. and then you'll have like a, uh, like a sponsor that, Hey man, great job, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But, um, you know That doesn't come from us That comes from the sponsor And yo, stuff like yo. that Talk about sponsors It's like So what sponsors Are your main sponsors currently Or you can tell me all of them I would like to hear them
1: I know Don't give me a line I don't, you know, like, like, <laughs> Okay uh, so this is your manager that has, yeah, yeah. Okay yeah okay Okay. okay so your <laughs> yeah, manager exactly. is uh, Matt Wobble He take care of like All this stuff man. Yeah That's the best part about Matt too It's like You know I mean We close to the same age And we kind of Yeah he's young as shit too Yeah you know We kind of came up together And he like he really understands me and he understands, like, like, fuck, Jalil don't want to deal with none of this shit. He just needs to be focused on fighting. And he makes it real simple for me to do that. Like, I, my, I'm my i trying to think, like, that Donnie Morrow is like one of my main sponsors. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, and honestly, like, sponsors, they just kind of vary, you know? Because each like, fight's different, right? Yeah, yeah, each fight different. Some people, they, um, you know, some people, they be real big. Like, surprisingly, when I was here in Memphis, mm-hmm. I would get a lot of sponsors, a lot of people hop right on board. When I was on national TV, for uh, my title fight, none of those people was on. Really? Yeah, and they was like, and it, it showed me, I'm like, well, damn, you know, it was like, it was really just more so about them, like, kind of getting the city to see like mm-hmm. you know live billboard And stuff like that and they really wasn't Able to trust that They you know it was gonna Be that marketable it's like on uh Just national TV Type stuff so I'm I More so once I started Having to Travel to fight and stuff like that It's like I just figured I was like, man, this is one more thing I don't got to worry about. I don't got to worry about T-shirts. I don't gotta
0: worry Oh, so about, Matt and them yeah. do that. Matt does that for you, like yep. he's like, hey, man, this was, do you like this or not kind of thing. Yeah. Like, hey, what do you think about this design? Kind of thing. Is mm-hmm. that what it... okay. Yeah,
1: like we with millions. Co.
0: Yeah, what um, you know? That's something new, right? Mm-hmm. And yep, I've seen yep. that on UFC. I've seen it in a Bellator. I've seen yep, it, like yep. on local. Not not like not super local, but like you know, like CFFC will have some right, fighters right. on it and stuff like that. But like, what is that,
1: man? Uh, from what I was saying, it's like it, it's real cool. It's like they. It's kinda of like a spot where you really can be real intimate with your favorite athlete. You know what I mean? It's like you can reach out to guys like Bruce Buffer, you know, and send them messages and, you know, they reply back to you. Or like uh Thug Nasty hosted like a live um like a live fight chat, you know, room like where people just would come on the live stream and talk to him and he'll just give them his Points about the fight and just kind of kick it, you know. Oh, that's yeah, pretty
0: cool. Yeah. So you're kicking it with like your, the mm-hmm. friend, not the friend, but like the celebrity fighter you like.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like um, I, I think um, some like you know we do like ask me anything. It's like fight fight weeks and stuff like that. Like I have people sending in messages like questions and stuff like that, and I just kind of answer them back. And you know, it's like it, it's it's really like a good way for people to kind of stay intimate with the fighter and be feel the feel like you or know that the fighter cares and the fighters reaching back to him. And it's 100% the fighter, you know, so.
0: we, we did a podcast. So me and my buddy Linair, you know, he's like the brains of everything, you know, he does the engineer I and mean, he does like all the setup. He does the, rec- I mean, the recording, but like the uh, editing and all that stuff, no. you know, and like we did a podcast yesterday with this guy named Ben uh, Corliss. And he's a tra- trainer out in, Colorado, Yeah, yeah. And he was telling us that he's always trying to get back to somebody when mm-hmm. they respond to, like, a post he makes or, like, a story or something like that. Right, right. And then sometimes he gets so many, it takes him a while to get back to it. And he sometimes will just post, like, a, guys, I'm not ignoring your comments. Mm-hmm. I promise as soon as I get some time. You know, because life happens. Everyone yeah. has a life. You have a life. He, You know, everyone has a life. Stuff happens. Stuff's going on.
1: Exactly.
0: And, you know, I think – when I, I never get a response from anybody, you know, I just, I just cold send, e, uh, DMs to like all kinds of people on Instagram mm-hmm. to see if they want to do the podcast and stuff like right, that, right. you know? And then like, so do you know who Mike Dolce is? Yeah. Yeah. So Mike, so I, I keep on sending the same thing to Mike Dolce, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. I'll tag him some of my weight loss progress pictures and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And finally the other day, this thing is on Tuesday or Wednesday. He's like, so tell me about your podcast. Right, right, Now I don't know yeah. if this was him or his team, but still mm-hmm. it says Mike Dolce on the thing. Yeah, so yeah, that's fucking exactly. cool, you know? Like so I was like, So it's a lot li- you know, it's more of like a lifestyle podcast. We have guests from all f- aspects of life, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And for him to hit me back, I was like, oh, this is freaking cool, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, and then Drew Manning is another big trainer that uh hit hits me up sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, he was like, Hey sounds fun, we'll be in touch. Right, right. Like now whether they hit me back or not, I'm gonna still keep on sending him stuff yeah, over right. and over because you know, and then you know when people respond, it makes the it makes the person that's getting the response feel really good. They and did, especially yeah. what you just said with the <clears> millions <throat> thing, when you get people back, they're like, "Damn, it's, hell yeah, it's cool, man." Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, um, and and for me, it's is like real cool. It's real uh simple too, cause uh also with that with millions I like um all of my merch, everything on there, it's. It's on there like stuff that I didn't even know that I had, like hats, t shirts, sweatpants, you know, it's like all types of stuff that's on there. All you know, and all our me and Matt just have to do is just send in a logo, send in what I like.
0: To okay, the so they they print, so and you mm-hmm. order it coming from millions, it's not coming from yeah. whatever, or lo- whatever I got you right.
1: And I just get like uh, basically like uh, all the proceeds to kind of come to me at like the end of the month or something like
0: that okay so whatever you sold they send you a check Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. man that that seems like a uh, whoever started this millions thing i think they got something really good there because i mean it really doesn't matter what i think but i'm saying like if you're doing everything for the fighter right and all the fighter has to do is say okay Mm -hmm. and and you know respond to a few messages or you know video stuff or whatever It's a win win for everybody, man. And,
1: and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they got like wildly popular during COVID times when everything was shut down, you know? Yeah. And it's like you can now, like, but you could still be in contact with like your favorite uh, uh, fighter. And really, like, I believe then like, they didn't just have fighters, you know, it's like they had other athletes who you could reach out to and, you know, be connected to and, Talk to like during COVID times, see what they was up to. They hosting like live chats and stuff like that. So, now millions, they really was doing it, you know, especially COVID times. So that's what pumped them up, I think.
0: I mean, a lot of people lost a lot of money during COVID, mm-hmm. and a lot of people made some money. Man, it apparently seems like millions did it right. Yeah,
1: and that's is like COVID. It was like it was weird, you know, because it's like you said, like a lot of people made money, a lot of people didn't like. And like I touched on earlier, like a lot of people had fights, a lot of people didn't. It's like me, I had like consistent fights. Yeah, you know, and a lot of it was because like, you know, I could pass a COVID test, I'm down to fight, you know, in four weeks. It's like uh medical's everything else all already done. And performance wise, it was like kinda like real chill with like no crowd there. You know, it's like it was super chill.
0: Um <clears throat> when CFFC came to Memphis or mm-hmm. to Tunica, I mean, not the last time, but, like, I think it was a time before, or two times before, mm-hmm. um, Nick, you know, Nick Nick sold V3 to CFFC, yeah. and then um, now he's, like, a vice president of some, you know, I don't know, some vice president of something that, you know, he's big in the company still. Right, right. But, um, like, um, I was working and I was, you know, just do the door like normal, and mm-hmm. you know, he was like, "Well, just show up, and you know, you just make sure people, the only people that are supposed to be in, they get in there, because you know, once we open doors, but it was no crowd. It was only, right. uh, it was, it was fighter, cornerman, mm-hmm. and I think you have, you were allowed to bring four or three people. Oh wow, yeah, uh, you know, uh, on your from like fans or sponsors mm-hmm. or something. Like that. I think it was four. But they didn't serve alcohol inside. Mm-hmm. Like you could go to the uh, casino bar and get alcohol. Yeah, yeah. People were mad about that, you yeah. know. And like, like it was, it was. And fighters, you know, they fucking loved it because there was no distractions whatsoever. I, it was,
1: it was. I, I'll tell you, man. I love those COVID fights. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, because <laughs> it, it, it was like everything. For for me, is like especially with uh Bellator. It, hell, even with LFA. Everybody had to be separated, so like I ain't have to, like I ain't have to deal with people. Like people, like I, everything got done through Zoom calls. So like all of our interviews and stuff now can get done from the hotel room. It's like you go to Bella's Horror. They get, they got you your own personal workout room that's open at, at all times for you, and nobody else comes in there. As soon as you leave, like it's somebody in there like sanitizing the whole wow. thing. Wow, yeah it's like. And it was funny, by the way, big, big tune of them. <laughs> they, oh. Yeah, them oh. folks, they, they was they was a sight up there, man. They tripped me out. <laughs>
0: they,
1: uh, I think they was supposed to have be been in the blue corner. We was in the red corner. Yeah. They was supposed to have be been in the blue corner. I remember coming down to work out my own workout room. They got my workout room and uh, Mr. Van Zandt, Paige Van Zandt's husband, yeah. and his workout room. They got like the doors kind of like busted open, and they then took over two workout rooms. Damn, they yeah, <laughs> just straight Mississippi out going inside. I was like, "Man, dude. I'm like y'all not you being to be in this corner, dog." Yeah, you. Like, so,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like you're like this. They're like Jaleel, Jaleel, come here. Yeah, like, no, right. I don't know y'all. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> no, but like, um, um, so do you do any sports betting, like yeah. FanDuel or anything like that?
1: Yeah, I'm doing it right
0: now. Okay, so, yeah. so what do you what 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 which which platform do you use? Bet MGM. Bet it, okay. So that yeah. one's better than FanDuel and stuff. Oh no, I ain't never really
1: been on FanDuel. It was whatever I hit first.
0: So the only time I bet, <clears throat> the only time I bet on fighters is when I know them, know them. Like, like right, I bet right. on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet on Ben right, right. when he was like minus seven or eight hundred. What was that guy he beat against? He uh, uh, I forget the guy's name. Christian was. Yeah, he just went in yeah. there, boom, and then clocked him. Yeah. And I you know, was I won like. Won almost nine hundred dollars on that. Nice, nice. Yeah, yes. but like you know, and I've won money on your fights too, mm-hmm. and I've lost money. You know, you just it, it it's all a gamble, right? Because right, that's right. why I call it gambling. Yeah, yeah. Because when you start seeing the plus, big plus, <laughs> whatever, like four thousand, two thousand, like on football and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm doing a parlay. Right, this right. hundred dollars might bring me a hundred thousand. That's where they get you, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they know so, damn well yeah. that's gonna be super limited in, in getting that win, you know, but like everyone's betting a hundred, 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 100 hundred. Yeah. 100, 100. And so. you gotta really think about how many people have bet the hundred that actually won with you know what I'm saying like all this right. stuff.
1: So like I think about guys like uh the guys with the money to kind of just like flow through and flow through Like that Yeah. And it's like I know I did for a little bit, and it's like man, you lose a lot though.
0: You do because yeah. you always want to get those parlay wins, right? Yeah. And that's where the money's at. Because yeah. if you don't hit that, if you just miss by one point, you it's an X, right? Yeah. So you do lose all. But it's just like man, it's a and that's where they get you. with You know, I'm say mm-hmm. that again, but like they hook you with the oh yeah, create a new account on MG uh, mm-hmm. Caesars. Caesars is new right. one, I think. We'll give you, we'll will cover your bet up to a thousand dollars in free play. Right, so you right. can bet a thousand bucks. You lose, they're gonna give you a thousand dollars right back into your account. Mm-hmm. And who the fuck's not gonna but, do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then you're gonna lose that thousand dollars, and then you gonna put yeah. more money in, right? Because yeah, th- yeah. I'm telling you, man, I I had to take it off my phone when I when it first became legal in Memphis or Tennessee. I was I was on it all the time. I was betting right, on like right. Chinese basketball, all kinds of shit. Yeah, you know, like right. I didn't know what I was doing really. That I didn't understand insane. much, and like. Just playing the odds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And next thing you know, I had like this is before Ben's win. I mm-hmm. had like, uh, like, sev- like seventy dollars in there, mm-hmm. or eight hundred. No, seventy. Yeah, eighty dollars in there, and I bet all of it, and I was out. I was like, shit, I want, I want to bet again. Yeah. So I upload another hundred bucks. You know, keep on going. <laughs> you never keep up with it because it's so easy. Add more funds. Mm-hmm. Add more funds. Right. You just put your thumb on it. Right. When I, when I saw my bank account, that's, that's why right I was it. like, oof. Yeah. I was like, fuck.
1: Because, you go back and look at it, you're like, I really just broke even and enjoy sports this <laughs> <yeah>. week.
0: <Like. laughs> but it makes it more fun. Like, I, I, I actually like, I love college football, mm-hmm. right? But now, and I love the Chiefs in the NFL. Right. But like, watching the games is so much more fun. You know, because you, you yeah. got these parlay bets, and you know, just not just watching your favorite, but you, oh man, if he gets another touchdown, let's, mm-hmm. I'm gonna win seventy five bucks on a dollar. You know, you like, yeah. you like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. But they definitely, definitely hook you, and we, it's just like yeah. the casino. We're always gonna lose. Yeah, we know we're like, gonna <laughs> lose, but we still go down to the casino to play, right?
1: I'm telling you, man, I never scream for any sport in my life unless like. I knew the dude out there. And even still, like, it was kind of like reserved, like, yeah. like, you know, yeah. like Hunter Joffrey and shit yeah. like that. Like, I scream for that dude and shit like that, you know. But Like, it was real reserved, though, until I started sports betting. And it is like, I'm talking like screaming, like, and when, but when it goes my way, I'm like, it's so much fun. It's like yeah, it yeah it's so much fun. It's like you yeah. you love every bit of it, and especially with the UFC fights and the Bellator fights. Because I always feel like uh, a lot of the fighters, you know, I do know. Yeah, and then um, and it's so easy with me and betting on the fights because a lot of you kind of just do a little Instagram stalking. And then you you find out which way that fight really going, you know. Yeah. So you kind of can rack up on you know MMA fights essentially, and I think and th- they make the fights like way more exciting. Nice, oh yeah, like way. sometimes,
0: yeah. man. Like I swear, I guess being exposed to it with Nick for so long, yeah, we were doing yeah. it. You know, like I'm like people <clears throat> like you come to the show now. I will go to Ryan Collins show, the Hub City MMA. Yeah, yeah. That thing in Jackson, mm-hmm. dude, that motherfucker puts a good show on. Nah, I've never been. No, no, no. Uh The next one is May fourth or third or something like that, right. Or right. maybe it's the twelfth. Whatever. So in the beginning of May, dude, when I say he puts a really good, sh- I mean it, it's so much fun, man. Sure. Like it, it right. remind me of a, like a like it it. Remi- I told him this. It's like <clears throat> because it's him and his wife that own it, mm-hmm. and they do it in a local brewery called Hub City. I guess Jackson is known as Hub City. Right, I right, guess I didn't right. know that. But the brewery is also called Hub City, and um, it's like it's like a Wiseacre downtown size, mm-hmm. you know. But they have fights in there, I mean, dude, it's it's decked out as badass. Yeah. And um, he he just he just takes care of the fighters. Mm-hmm. He's got great crowd, music, everything. It's cause like a V three man, like right, you know. Right. I was like, man, shit. And Nick was like, I was like, I told you not to sell this shit, man. <laughs> and, You know, he's like, no, man, we had to, man. You know, yeah, we just had yeah. to get out of there because you know nobody really wants. Really, really was enjoying it anymore, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. But, like, just seeing how much fun that was, I was like, man, I really missed some of the like, fight shows that we used to throw.
1: Yeah, man, yeah, I, I miss, like, being able to like, have a fight show down the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, be able to because, and we got spoiled with them, too. It was like, it was well, you knew when they was coming, you know what I mean? It's like, so a lot of times you could just walk to them sometimes or Uber down and or it's like based off of who was on the card, you can go if you felt like it or not go or show up late or just go pick up a date or something. You yeah. know, it's like it gave Memphis something to do.
0: Oh, and definitely. And you were one of those guys that was always going to be taken care of, you know, because mm-hmm. you're always, you know, you're, you're you. And, you know, Nick would text me late. Oh, Jilly's on the way. Make sure he has good seats. I'm like, dude, like you could have told us yeah. like four hours ago. Wow, well, yeah. I was like, <laughs> hey, that was always the problem, though. I
1: never knew if I was coming. Like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. okay. Like, and it was, it was always like a situation like, am I gonna get this female to come or am I gonna do this, do that? Cause I'm like, sometimes I'll be like, if I got somebody coming with me, I'm like, okay, boom. I need some seats so I can sit down.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't got nobody coming with me. I'm like, bro, I don't need seats. Yeah, you usually I, yeah, back. I, yeah, I, yeah, I can just kind of mob around the way I move, you know? So that's why I was always like, Four hours ahead of time, so you can thank the women on oh, no, that. No, no. like, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Well, at least you got something out of it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. But
0: uh, so tell us how you got started in MMA Might or not. wrestling or whatever. That's another topic too.
1: Well, um, man, I never told him about how I got started wrestling, bro. And wrestling, it was like, it was I had a cousin that wrestled for Westside. I don't know if you, you know about the West Westside uh, team back in the day.
0: That they was, were really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. really, really good.
1: Yeah, like, gave Christian brothers around for their money. And these kids couldn't even afford a gym bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so they was, like, the last the last breed of, like, real city school wrestlers, you know. So I grew up, like, in that neighborhood where, you know, West Westside uh, school district was. North
0: like, Memphis, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's right. like uh, I I lived in Northside Mountain, You know, it's like uh, just behind um, uh, Persian Park and Corny Village and all that stuff. So I was like right over there. Everybody, every high school or every teenager was at Westside or at Frazier. And if they was at Westside, you knew because they was the ones winning the fights. You mm. know, so it was like because Westside had the wrestling team, Frazier they didn't. You know, yeah. So I'm like. It was like, uh, and me being, like, I'm like five years old, you know, so I'm not really putting together, like, I'm like, these dudes really love, like, fighting out here. Like, <laughs> and, but it it was like, they, they did it so much, and it was so common. I didn't understand why. And it wasn't until, like, I got, like, um, a little older, I realized I'm like, oh, it's because all these dudes wrestled, you know, and they they go from playing football to playing basketball, to wrestling, you know. And I'm like, that's when they do when they come home now, too. It's like football, basketball, wrestling, yeah. football. So I've seen a lot of just like just, just pure, like, ruthless violence with them just trying to have fun and just really trying not to kill each other, you know. Take it to the ex- extreme but not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like even basketball, like on the monkey bars got like physical with them, but it never got past like a wrestling match kind of, you right. know what I mean? It's like, and if they did get to fighting, you'd see those same dudes walk to the candle later with each other later, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was always like that. And when, you know, as I got older, it's like I wanted to be. Like the dudes in the neighborhood You know what I mean it's mm-hmm. Like Even with my mama moving us away from the neighborhood I was one of those kids I was like man I still want to be Like I remember that And I'm gonna be that Like I'm gonna be one of those Tough Like ruthless athletes Like that can do it all You know what I mean It's right. like So And And I, I feel like I should say this too Like Westside wasn't Necessarily like uh, The best at every other sport too but like they was they were competitors, and they was they was always there to keep fighting and never gave up, so I always kind of distilled devil within me and when I finally went over to Kingsbury, I believe it was football, like I didn't know about because, like I said, my mom, she just moved us out of one neighborhood into like you know this neighborhood to this neighborhood, so right. I'm like I'm new the area so I'm like late on the football shit and so football that's like one of my first loves I, I couldn't get in on football and I'm just going to school and me just going to school I'm like no. yeah you know what I mean it's like I'm my, my brain is like I'm not like in trouble and there's no shit but I'm like my, my, my brain is boom 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 I need something and I remember folks used to always coming to classrooms like, "Give this club a try, give this club a try." Chess, band, this, that. I gave band a try, and um, one time I like, just, short coach walked into it. He was like, "We got a wrestling club," and I ain't think no. I'm in seventh grade. Yeah, two thousand three. Yeah. So young, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like I said earlier, you were like four years old. Yeah, so, <laughs> It's like, he come in, tell us about this wrestling club, I'm 93 pounds, and I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing the movie on Disney Channel, like, that year, called, uh, I think it was, like, Step Up to the Mat or Going to the Mat about the blind wrestler or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I got that going on and the old West Side stuff going on in my head. So, I'm like, I know a little bit about wrestling of what to expect. Like, I yeah. know... I know about the leotards, you know, well, you know, <laughs> know what we was calling them, but the singlets. Know about those? I have seen a little bit in class act that they kind of nerds. You know, what <clears throat> I mean, it's like it's all good. I ain't really you no know, worried about being a nerd too much, like you know. But I need something to do. Yeah, I did not think about wrestling as being like the toughest fucking thing that you oh. ever do.
0: Yeah, man. It's like,
1: I did not think about that. I was just like. Oh, it's a wrestling club. It's just like playing chess. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it'd be cool to have some friends. We get, like, it's no different than being in a band. Right, you know, right. Like, cutthroat. It's like, I get there, well, for one, I didn't get approved to, like, my mom didn't sign off for me to go wrestle. Like, so I started forging my mom's signature from, like, mm-hmm. that that year, like, seventh grade year. And I'm like, okay, it's time to Become a man, forge your signature, you wrestling this year. I I make it into the wrestling room, and I see, like, there's Kingsbury, and I'm seeing, like, kids, you know, say skinny kids just kind of going, kind of going. Then you're seeing some of the cooler kids come out, and they, they got their moves, they got their swag about them. And it's like, you know, it's just like I can answer somebody, it's just like any other sport, you know. It's like, yeah. You got the cool kids, you got the athletes, you got the non-athletes, you got the dudes trying to make it. There's some of the dudes have to be here. But it's like they made the sport. With us being seventh graders coming in, that was the first time they was testing out middle school in city school, like uh, in the city school area. Oh, so okay. That was the first time they put like middle school wrestling in the city school area. And they, well, they tried to make it fun for us, you know, so we can kind of be able to – compete with the Christian Brothers kids, like have a hand like them. They they made it fun for like probably like two weeks just enough to see who was there. And then it was like one day it just like snapped. And that, that's <laughs> he gave yeah, ass yeah, kick. <laughs> yeah, that same nice coach, you know, was like, don't quit. You like the, the when I first walked in there, coach level, he told me he's like, He's like, don't worry about these guys. He's like, some of them may look big, but but I guarantee you they can be brought down just as hard as the rest of them. You don't quit, you do this, and you do that. I'm like, okay, cool. That's that was my first like introduction to wrestling. And all of a sudden he just snapped and turned into fucking run, jog, sprint, you know, sprint, run, jog, wrestle, sprint, run, jog, and sprint. And it was like I'm in the seventh grade thing. I'm like, dude, uh, I've never worked this hard before a day in my life, but it's like I'm not throwing up, and I'm I'm here with these other kids. And, you know, all of us are, like, in agony and in pain. And it's like we got through it, though. You know what I mean? It's like we got through it, and I'm not putting together of, like, you know, how hard we all working together and we getting through it and stuff like that. And you don't realize until the first wrestling tournament happened and all of a sudden you go out there and you just, like, blow through somebody. You know, it's like you wasn't expecting that. And that's how it was for me. My first wrestling match, I came out, completely blew through the guy. And from there, I was like, you know, no matter what happened, win, lose, draw, mm-hmm. I'm going to always, like, chase – Like, this is why I'm going to wrestle. This is why I'm compete to get my hand raised, you know. So, from there, I was like, wrestling is just going to be a thing. Like, I know I'm going to lose. I know I'm going to win, you know. So, I'm like, but wrestling is definitely going to be a thing because I remember how hard I worked. And I was, when I the first time I got on the mat, I got my hand raised and I knew, I was like, this is it right here. You know what I mean? Better than football, better than basketball. That's it right there, so. With that like I took wrestling as far as I can, but like I said, I wasn't a student at all, right. you know what I mean? It's like so every year I was doing just enough to be able to wrestle the next year, you know what I mean? It's like oh, I, in school, like yeah,
0: academic wise, gotcha, mm-hmm. like you know,
1: D average and stuff like that. And uh, end of the year, fail but go to summer school, it's like make sure I, you know, just and I, I knew I was like, if I pass to the if I'm one grade higher than what I was last year, I'm eligible to wrestle. It don't matter how shitty I do. Like, from there, I'm like, if I'm mm-hmm. eligible, if I if I was in the 10th grade last year and I'm in the 11th this year, I'm eligible to wrestle, it ain't shit y'all can do to stop me from right. wrestling. Yeah, so I'm like, GPA, all this stuff. If the coach say I got to stop, if the coach say I got to stop, I'll stop. You know, but like, it take 14 men to fill up a wrestling team, and we only got like seven. You know, you want getting told not and, yeah, to play. I, was like, I wasn't Yeah, told I mean to wrestling. Not to play. Yeah, yeah, it's like we, you know. So I, I, was, I made it all the way through seventh, on the way to the twelfth grade with that same method. And twelfth grade, I was like, well, shit, it caught over me. I'm a great wrestler, but I had a weighted GP, like a weighted GPA of 1.8, and like the college told me they was like, let's make you a bulldog. And that same day, they was like. They told me what my GPA was. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's right." You know, <laughs> so I, yeah, okay Yeah, <laughs> I thought y'all would know that. They they instantly let me know I can't come to their school. First time I ever get rejected, I'm like, "Damn!" And then um, they recommend like this military school that they work with. Military school. I, it was kind of like, "Ah, that really ain't me." You know, I much rather just go into the military. You know, right? It's like, go some shit like that. So I started chasing the military, like, because once I got told that uh, I couldn't wrestle for that, uh, just for Cumberland, I was like, okay, cool. I won't graduate either, you know? It's like, I know it's not right, but I'm like, that's, that's what I was saying. I was right. like, okay, boom. I'm like, I'm, I've been working hard this whole time, like, trying to make something happen with wrestling, and now you tell telling me wrestling is over, like, so... Yeah, I'm school's yeah, over. Yeah, school's over. Like I'm, I'm over. I'm not gonna come here and do any more of this. Like I'm not the trouble kid or nothing like that. I just want to chill and do my thing. Like whatever that's gonna be next. And I, I was pretty positive. I was like, okay, I'm gonna fail high school. I'm gonna give my GED. Like you know, I'm not gonna walk across stage all do the disappointment. But I'm going get my GED or I'm going to get my diploma, go to adult school, whatever, do that. Then I'll just pop into the military, maybe be able to wrestle in the military or something like that. Even if I don't get to wrestle in the military, well, I'll probably get to go infantry or something. Yeah. I like get to shoot a gun or something. You know, I'll get some action somewhere. Like, I knew, because I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to, like, have some fucking form of some action. So then just going to war was on my mind. Like, okay, I'm going to be you know, a soldier. Type right. Shit. And I think I failed the ass belt and I started studying for it again. Cause I'm like, bro, I don't got nowhere else to go. And that's when, um, I like kind of met chase man and, you know, and Whitlow, John Trent, Trey Manley, you know, all those met them. And it's like, they started kind of, they're just helping me. Like, you know, here's a mat to Russell on here right. and there It's like, and uh, Torian had me running one of his t-shirt booths at, uh, at the Delta fair
0: and stand up fighter, right? Yep. Stand up yeah. fighter. Yep.
1: Yep. He had me running that joint and, uh, motherfucking chain them, chain and rod them. Like, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, cause and I still don't know if this was planned or not, but. I know I was sitting over there selling shirts, and Rod was the one who knew me. I didn't know Chan, you know. Yeah. So Rod was the one who, like, broke the ice and was, like, you know, made me feel comfortable because I'm like, oh, that's one of my former wrestling coaches. I trust him. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, and he want me to, you know, well, he just asked me about fighting. Chan came in full blown. like, do you want to fight tonight? And I'm like, we go from – kind of discussing, like, how I will be a fighter to, like, do you want to do it tonight? And I was like, well, I guess yeah, I'm like, you know, I will fight tonight, and he's everybody, Torian, no, you're not doing it. Rod didn't say nothing, you know what I mean? It's like, because I think Rod kind of knew, like, you know, nah, he's a good wrestler. He'll at least hold his own. Yeah. Know? But everybody was like, no, you're not doing it. Call Trey. Trey was like, no, don't do it. Aaron, no, don't do it. Everybody was like, Jaleel, if you want to fight, do it the right way, yeah. you know, and me, I was like, okay, so y'all do think I can fight, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I hear about them. I'm like, okay, so y'all do think I can fight one day, all right, I'm gonna fight today,
0: <laughs> yeah, but <I was> like, <laughs> well, it's like, nobody remembers people to do it the right way, yeah, yeah, it's right? like, and, you, know, you know,
1: yeah, and I was like, man, what is the right way, I go and try to find a gym, or I go and try to Get somebody to trust me And I don't I can't afford to pay it I don't yeah. You know I can say like I'm, I'm Like basically like I'm I'm already Kind of was writing Being a fighter off anyway Cause I'm like I seen how people Was having to pay dues and shit To do that I'm like Man, I don't even got a job I know I can't do that shit So Like Working in and all jobs Is all I can do Like but, yeah. So when they gave me A chance to fight I was like Well shit I like I don't gotta pay y'all, you know. That's what I was saying. I was like, I don't gotta pay y'all to fight. Was like, no. I'm like, I don't gotta go get this. I don't gotta go get that. I don't gotta get nothing. It was like, no. It's like, just fight. I'm like, boom, fight, win. And from there, I'm glad I did it that way because that like kind of kicked the door down for me to where people seen that like, okay, we need. To have him on the track of fighting, you know, on the path of MMA. Like, a lot of people right then and there kind of knew, like, he will be like a good fighter, a good athlete on this level. So, with that being said, I didn't have to no longer worry about like where I'm gonna work to be able to pay for this and pay for that. All I had to make sure was. I was at the gym every day, like, Dave Ferguson took care of me, like, for years and years and years and years, as long as I was at the gym, every single day, you know what I mean? It's like, and that's, and I was like, bro, that's, like, so, so gold. I I still, to this day, cannot believe, like, that, I'm like, Dave, that's all I got to do is come to the gym, and, and, like, you, you, you know, it's like, You'll let me be a fighter here. And yeah. like not have to go through the stress of like, you know, fucking mopping mats or working it off or this and that. Like you one hundred percent trusted me to, you know, be something, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, you know, so that's really how I got, you know, my foot into the door with MMA.
0: Yeah, so I was <clears throat> so yeah, I was working that fight mm-hmm. and I remember I remember we were just Specifically, because we went from, like, six fights all the way to... F- so, seven fights. Yeah. We went down to five. And and Chan was like, no, we we got... We, you know, we have to do more or something like yeah. that. It doesn't remember the conversations exactly he was having with Rod. But... And then... I'm sitting there, great, we're going to get out of here, like, 8.30, <laughs> fuck yeah. Hell yeah, you know, or 9 o'clock, okay, yeah. you know, done. But then... Channy comes to me, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know that guy that was over there I'm talking about you, you know." It's <laughs> like, "Yeah, yeah, the guy working with Torian over there." He's like, "Yeah, well, he's about to fight, so we had a fight." And I was like, "Great." Now it would be another twenty minutes longer, oh, <laughs> like, you know, kind God, of shit. Yeah. But no, it was awesome. I was like, yeah. and then I watched you. I was like, "Holy my fuck!" Because right. I was actually judging the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, yeah. I had taken the class with Anthony Manis, mm-hmm. me, my buddy Tony, and my king. Remember Mike? Right, right, We all right, took the class together with Anthony Manus, um, and we got certified in ISKA rules mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you know? So it wasn't like we didn't know anything, but right, it's right. kind of like we really didn't know, like, we're not advanced, you know? Right, right? right. So I'm really glad that all those fights went the distance. Yeah, I mean, not the, yeah. uh, either there was a knockout or um, a submission or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? So it was just like, man, dude, like, I just... I'm so glad because I would have known what to do. Right. Like, you right, know, right. It's just one of those things. Right. So what's what's next for you?
1: I know. I, honestly, bro, it's like, it's like the way I see it is I'm, I'm going to be 30 in two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been, you know, wrestling since 2003, and I feel like I haven't taken much damage, you know, with uh, MMA. Like, so, I think it's, it's, like, what's next for me is, like, to keep, you know, like, to keep going. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. usually, from what I see, on the local standpoint, like, a lot of the guys kind of point where they start to kind of teeter back. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. like, start to kind of look at, like, all right, I need to do it like this, and I do it like that. And for whatever reasons, they do so. For me, I'm just like, I, I still feel the same way I felt, you know, in 2003. So like, I want my hand raised. You know what I mean? It's like, right. I think I'm going to be an old man still wanting my hand raised. You know what I mean? it's like, You got a so,
0: winner's mentality. Yeah.
1: It's like, and I, I live for that, you know? It's like, um, my, like, my last fight, like, losing – Uh, The first thing I thought coming out the cage was like, you know, like, damn, you know, it's like, uh, I'm not like a sore loser, no shit like that. I'm like, but damn, you know, I'm I'm real disappointed right now, you know, and it's like leaving the stadium and seeing like, you know, like how much love you get into, like, you know, just from people who want to see you win. I I was like kind of putting that in my head. I'm like, I'm like, bro, these people Nah, I'm like I'm just another fighter on the car. I'm saying but I'm seeing it In these people like When I'm walking past touching their fists and shit Like they feeling me You know what yeah. I mean and they want to see me win You know what I mean it's like so I feel like You know I owe it to not only To me but to you know People like that it's like I'm all the way over in Phoenix and These people like screaming Loving me man and I'm like Bruh I owe it to people like that I, I didn't even know People like this existed Yeah exactly. Yeah it's like For me anyway You know I was, And so I'm like What's next for me It's like bro I'm Better get back I'm gonna stay Stay in my fucking gym Like I said I'm giving 100% To One thing And that one thing Is my craft. You know what I mean It's like Yeah it's be, You know Me And my team All the way You know what I mean We're about to show us up I'm um I I'm like I ain't feel to get to the point of like falling back and being like all right I need this type of fight I need this oh
0: type so fight. like yeah, yeah. I need a I need a win yeah yeah so you like, want to fight uh, you want to fight someone that's gonna challenge you you yeah, just don't want to you. yeah because yeah, yeah, right. you know what Memphis has been Memphis has been known for that mm-hmm. fluff uh what is it not fluff uh, padding or fluffing right, right. people's records you right, know right yeah. so
1: and that's why sometimes when we come out, it's like, no matter how good we look, people always kind of label, you know, our area. as like one of the weakest divisions, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, and me, I'm like, uh, like for as long as man know me, he know that like, that's never been me. I'm right. always like, you know, a uh, tough fight here, tough fight there, because I'm like, I'm, I am I take these fights with me, you know what I mean? It's like, they all stay with me. Like, every fight is just as important as the last, you know? Exactly. So, that being said, I'm like, my next fight, I want it to be, like, something where, you know what I mean? It's like, when I'm walking out of the arena, it's like, people gonna remember, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm going remember, you know? It's like, cause I'm to that point now to where... Uh, I done done stuff that I never thought I'd be able to do. You know what I mean? Like world champion, you know what I mean? It's like, hell, like I didn't even think I would be able to be good enough to fight on anything but a LFA undercard. And I I go and win a world title for them. You know what I mean? It's like win a world title. And it wasn't necessarily designed for me to win. You know, not like I think it was designed for the other dudes. You know what I mean Oh we got, yeah That's so how y'all yeah. got there got yeah, it, yeah Okay so yeah like, you know it Like it wasn't really Designed for me Like it was a It was a show Kind of designed For old boy To get his foot Into the UFC door And I stopped it You know what I mean And it's like And I stopped it Right when I was to the point of like Maybe this MMA shit Just ain't working for me You know And I go out And win a fucking world title Then after that It's like I got UFC And Bellator Both You know kind of knocking at the door like, you know, like, do you do you take the road of trying to be a UFC superstar or do you get compensated for the prize? You know what I mean? It's like, so, but it's beautiful that I get to pick that now. You know right. what I mean? It's like, I get, I get to choose, like, I want to be a prize fighter or I want to be a UFC superstar. It's like, well, this is what's best for me versus to me being like, I'm going to go to work and then, Fucking whatever my work schedule allows me to do. Like, I'm going to go try to play these out. type, Like, I, that stuff 100% putting me on the mode of, like, mine this is my job. This is what I want to do. Keep investing in myself and keep working out. Keep, you know, gaining knowledge and keep meeting new people and, like, not be... Anywhere close to hanging it up You know what I mean So, it's like, yeah. I, so I say what's next to me Is like For real I will be Like 30 and 4 You know what I mean That's how I feel It's like I'm going to see the 30 and 4 Jaleel
0: Alright That's Because yeah. you're 13
1: 13 and 4 15 and, 15 four. and 4 Yeah So I'm predicting enough. I'm predicting 15 straight wins man. Let's do but it That's what I'm saying man, that's the, That's what I want to see
0: so now, would you stay in Bellator, or would you go to UFC? If UFC, like once you're out of your say, say after you win the next five fights mm-hmm. or whatever, like UFC is like going goes to Matt. Hey, we want him for this fight against this person on the on the card of UFC two ninety or whatever it's going to yeah, be. Yeah. You know, whatever the next five fights is. <clears throat> but like, and you you're on a streak. You're fucking dominating, and mm-hmm. you you know you're You have like say like. Hundreds of thousands of followers and shit like that. Now right, you know, right. would you take that step, or would you stay at Bellator? Man,
1: I'd probably stay at Bellator. Yep. Like honestly, I'd probably stay at Bellator. And and like I said, uh, I'm, I I want to be like a prize fighter, right? You know, it's like uh I'm, I you know it's like being a superstar. Is like, you know, here and there. Like, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure hands down fucking amazing. Like, for me, it's like, I'm always going to be a hungry man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, I'm always, like, the most that I can possibly get. Like, because I know I want to fucking, you know, give the most. You know what I mean? It's like, that's why, that's why, like, um I have moments where, like, I'm so disappointed. Like, leaving the bell to a cage. Cause I'm like... Like, you know, they do So fucking much And I'm like, fuck, you know what I mean It's like, like, I came out hot I was like, but Like right now, I'm kind of shitting the bed, you know what I mean It's like, I need to fucking, you know, shape shit up And I need to figure it out right now It's like, I, or else You know, it's gonna be me fucking Looking at somebody else eating You know what I mean Like, that's what I'm saying, like, i would stay with Bellator You know what I mean, it's like, they uh, Like, they like Super fucking Super good You know It's like Fucking see. I never Been to UFC Type You know Shit at all But From what I see And from how I've been treated You know what mm-hmm. I mean It's like uh, Even when I was on the Undercard The Bell Tour Like uh, Was it like 2016 Or something like that
0: like yeah, yeah yeah when yeah. you first came on
1: yep yep even then it's like that was the best i've ever been treated like by any promotion you know and i and i think i'd went to world series after that and you know lfa and other shits like and bellator has always been the best so
0: because you never fought pro for v3 did you yeah i did i did you
1: did I, yeah yeah
0: because I, I know you went 9-0 as amateur mm-hmm. with that with that belt how many profiles did you have for v3 do you remember I know it's a long time
1: ago, but like mine, uh see I found uh Damian Melton as a pro. I found uh Adam Grizzly. See, so I think as easy to uh Minglewood, Cannon Center.
0: Oh, the Cannon yeah, Center was yeah. fun fight. Yeah, I, I mean, that was cool being up in that stage where like no. world renowned performers have come oh, and shit yeah. You know, like Minglewood, Minglewood Same with Minglewood But, like, you know You have, like, people from, like These big production mm-hmm. band Like, orchestra people Come right, to right. play, you know And you sharing the stage With these people on a different night, you know That was dope That yeah. was
1: But, I, I mean Come think about. I think I only fought For V3 three times as a pro You know Yeah It's like, cause Yeah Cause I do remember I do remember winning uh, The pro title for him mm-hmm. Zayid, And being proud of that one Because I was the only I was the only pro Champion that Memphis had The only pro V3 champion That they had
0: That's when We had just started Going from pro-am To mm-hmm. winning straight pros Right? Uh, and uh, you were one of the first ones That Channing Got to do it Right? Yeah you, yeah. yeah
1: Like uh, It was a uh, when I fought um, Damien. No, nah, I fought Nolan. Oh, you talking about uh? Yeah, when I went pro. Yeah, I did fight Damien, but mm-hmm. like when I fought for the title, I think that's like when uh the first time they switched over to the orange mat.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, that was like we were yeah. like, woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah we, it, was like, it was like okay. Well, we feel like yeah. we're something now, all right? I, you know?
1: I, <laughs> I, I, cause I peep. Somebody told me that they changed the color to the mat, changed the color of matte. And I remember I dyed my hair like orange, like to kind of match it, you know? Yeah. What I'm saying? So kind of run with it all together on that one.
0: What? So walk us through a five week for you. Like, like what do you, how do you start? Pre- so, you know, you, you, you got your camp all the mm-hmm. way, what, what is your camp? Three months? Something like that? <sighs> no. more like,
1: well, like five weeks.
0: Oh your camp's only But you stay But you're always training though Right Mm -hmm. Oh okay 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 okay. It's
1: like But If I get a fight You know It's like It's like four weeks You know Or it's like Them asking me like What do you think Six weeks You know And most And most six weeks It's like But It's always like Okay Boom Here's the opponent Uh, Fucking And it's time to go It's like But um, Five week. It's kind of With me not having to cut so much weight It's still like I'm still kind of in the mode of like Just like Just I'm still training I'm still moving Like I don't got to really wind out too much Like uh, So I said like uh, Like the week before I definitely start connecting with my nutritionist You know Like uh, Like he'd start You know kind of Getting me, you know, down and starting kinda tallying up my numbers yeah. from like the week before. So right then and there, it's like the week before I'm kinda like just being as comfortable as I possibly can and giving him all my numbers and he keeping my numbers. But come fight week we'll we'll start to wind down like uh probably wind down like maybe that Sunday. Something like that Oh okay Yeah cause we'll fly out On uh, Monday Right I got you Yeah So we'll wind down Like Sunday Do maybe like One more thing Monday morning Just to kinda Go ahead and be uh, Cause with the uh, COVID We be having to Quarantine and shit Oh that's land. right Yeah So we kinda gotta Go ahead and Get like A little bit of a head start On like You know Cutting weight Because you gotta be Quarantined for like Essentially like two days You know So We'll do a little something that Monday, touchdown, wherever city we at, Mm -hmm. like um, probably that evening or something like that, that evening, uh, checking in, Bellator, they have all of us go check into our rooms and like, I'm telling you, they separate everybody. It's like, you got four people and all four of y'all showed up together, all four of y'all get in four different rooms until everybody gets cleared. Uh, the COVID You know
0: So yeah. they test y'all When y'all get to the faci- uh, To yeah. the hotel I mean I yeah. talked about The arena or whatever Well no um,
1: To the hotel Oh okay like, Yeah so like As soon as we get to the hotel It's like Everybody's tested And Then it's uh, Everybody's separated You know mm-hmm. So like, they Everybody's uh, Can't leave their room Can't do shit You know f- Until you get your results back Your results typically Take like I'm like a full twenty eight, twenty four hours or something like that. Damn. Yeah. So, and you inside the room, and it's like you, you, you can't really train. You know what I mean? It's like you can't really do much. And it's Monday. Well, well, it's Monday night, and you're okay. going to Tuesday morning. So it's like you kind of just like there. Mm-hmm. It's like so from there. It's like my nutritionist. He making sure. Like, I'm eating, you know what I mean? So, he'll he'll usually be there, too. So Like, coming down, like, giving us our meals and stuff like that or leaving them at the door until we, you know, clear from quarantine. And, uh, like, the minute we clear from quarantine, it, like, it starts. Like, you get, once you clear from quarantine, or right before we get cleared from quarantine, we all, they bring everybody on for a Zoom call. We all do the zone call to explain us, the five-week protocols, COVID protocols, everything. And from there, it's like you get released, then everybody got a schedule. You got it. You you know, you go down Monday. I mean, you go down like, but at this time to do media time. And then you go at this time to do talking to Big John time. You, You show up tomorrow. To do pictures and, Right Yeah you know, it's like And this person You got to do An open workout At this time So it's like Everybody got their own schedule It's like And everybody's schedule Like differs too So It's like Like Tuesday Tuesday and Wednesday And really Thursday Like cause we're on On Friday Tuesday Wednesday And like Thursday morning It's like It's like being At like a Like a business type you know, like a real business. So it's like thing, the business you know? at yeah, end of the stuff like, that people don't it's see. Yeah yes, like um, you it's all funny because like we all fighters and shit, and we all still like kind of kicking it and I hang out and shit like that, and like, we all funny, and it's like you'll get off the elevator and you'll see like. Some dude get about to get on the elevator and like some way over the top outfit because he got a media or interview and so, he's <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, you know, mean, and you know, we know what's up though. We yeah. talk a little bit, shoot the shit, and and it's like you said, you know, everybody going about their schedule, doing their job, and man, like once it's like at the end of the day, it's. Just like work, you know I mean? Like you, you get your training in with your team. Then y'all kind of unwind. How y'all do? It's like uh, Thursday. Like it's like um, working out in the morning time, doing a little bit uh, like a little bit of media stuff, but more so just like checking weights and Friday, Friday morning. is, like that's when everything's go to. You know, it's like everybody down at the scale at a certain time. Well, really, like, right before the certain time, get everybody stepped on the scale, everybody get, you know, rehydrating and shit like that. It's like, and then you face-to-face with your opponent for the first time, and shit, uh, from there, it's like, it's when you start to get, the, you know, the sweat, mm-hmm. everything start to come back, you know, and it's like, you start to kind of come back, and, like, for me, it's like, you kind of like, go ahead and, you know, start to get those feelings that you've been ignoring all week, you know what I mean? Right. Like, all this just been, like, cool, relaxed, and this. Like, now, now you know, it's we all nervous, you know what I mean? It's time like, to go. Yeah, it's time, time, time to go. Yeah, it's like, and I can see it. I it's, Because it's like, even though we on a big stage, it's just like the locals saying, too, you know, like, when we all in line, they got us all lined up, you can see the guys that's, like, trying to, you know, stay talking to everybody because, like, if you don't talk, he's fucking about to sweat through this shirt. You oh, know? It's yeah. Like, yeah. <clears throat> like, you see the guys kind of trying to be the jokers. It's just like being back in school. You see the class clowns. You see the, gotcha. you know, the super serious dudes. And, you know, it's like, it's got everybody. And then that's why I'm like, that's when I like those moments. I'm like, and I can just be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I can just be me and – Every time I meet, mean, it's like, you know, somebody let me know. It's like, it's, you know, like they drawn to it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not a, it's not an effort of me trying to put it out there. It's like, you know, I'm not a boring dude. And at the same time, I'm not an over the top dude. You know what I
0: mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. So tell me. So, yeah, I guess this is how I ask this. So when Matt called you that you were getting a UFC or opportunity to UFC fight, I mean, a Bellator fight. Mm-hmm. What was your reaction?
1: Mine, uh, And, uh, okay. So when he told me I was getting a Bellator fight, I was like, okay, cool, perfect, thank you. And he's like,
0: Oh, hey, you're just chill like that? Yeah, yeah. But fuck, uh, I would uh, be like, Yeah, I would mean, so be, I would be yeah, excited as fuck, I man. Like, fuck
1: yeah. I was, I was thinking like the way I was thinking. I was like, okay, cool, perfect. Now I got a place where I can work my way up. And uh, he's hell like, yeah, dude. Yeah, and but. He tripped me out because he was like, uh, and I love the opponent, too. I was like, what, I got an opponent already? He's like, yeah, you're going to love it. I'm like, who is it? Like, Patricky Pitbull. I was like, bro, what the? F-? <laughs> Your first I was first like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, bro, they don't like me. I was like, yeah. they don't fucking like me already. Damn. It's like, what the? F-? Patricki, yeah. Patricky Pitbull. I'm like, come on, son, for real. like, yeah, but this is what's going down And this is how it's going down And I'm like, okay, it's so a weight class Difference so I'm like, bro, I, I, I can't beat him I was like, but damn, Patricky Pitbull And I remember thinking, I was like Fuck, bro I was like, that's fucked up That they want me to fight Patricky Pitbull And I was like, but I want to fight, I want a job And I want to do this Keep in mind, I have yet to hear numbers, right? Mm-hmm they tell me the first number And I'm like Mouth dropped to the floor I'm like No fucking way Are you talking like, about your pay? Yeah Oh okay and I okay, was okay. Like, No fucking way Are you serious? <laughs> and I was like Yeah I was like oh
0: <laughs> Yeah I'll fine. him yeah. You're like, you're like <laughs> Matt go back to him Say yeah, that's not right, enough yeah. <laughs> 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 No I was like Bro
1: Matt Tell him I'll fight him Yeah i do it My, my A, Like They sent over the contract And I was ready to sign the contract I was like Don't sign that yet I'm like Oh Matt said yeah, that? Yeah yeah Don't sign it. I'm like Why not? I'm like Come the fuck on But do this And he's like No we need to work Other stuff out first And I became like a kid Like waiting for Christmas Oh so I man. Was like, I'm like you need to work Other stuff out It's like It is right here In my reach Yeah I'm like, I need this Man they, almost, they call me back And This time they call me back They play a joke on me I play a joke on me Like We push too hard And We need to let you know when we made a mistake as a management team, I was like, yo, <laughs> fuck him.
0: <man."> Damn. <laughs> fuck like, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: like, no, bro. I'm like, why would y'all push too hard? I I would've I would've done it for this Yeah. Much. And they laughed and it's like, Man, you making fifty thousand dollars flat. I'm like, "What? oh, your first fight at Tour was $50,000?
0: I was like. Holy fuck, man.
1: And I couldn't believe it. And they let me. And the next day, um, UFC had sent the offer to fight Miguel Baeza. And I think it was like, man, like way lower. Like way lower. Like way lower than the first initial offer that Bellator gave yeah. me. And, and it was like. And I still got the text message saved, because I wanted to remember this. Sean Shelby It said um it said uh, I think it was like UFC Fight Night ESPN uh, Something It had the number it said Versus Miguel Baeza Let me know If he's still in Thanks That's, what, that's all it said And it was a Sean Shelby I'm like I don't It's like I don't feel no. Like that's gonna be The company for me You know what yeah. I mean? It's like I'm like, I'm, I doubt that I'm 100% just another fucking, you know, number to them. was yeah. like, um, like, but those, I'm like, they, I was like, man, when I think about it, I'm like, bro, they giving me a nice fucking platform. I'm like, I just won the world title and I get to go out there and be in front of somebody who, you know, the men across world champions. And mm-hmm. then they not, you know, lowballing me. You know no, what I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, they're not lowballing me, so, it's like, it's a given, and then they let me know, it's like, we want to give you this, this many fights, you know what I mean, and the deal was just, like, overall, like, blew the UFC deals out of the water, and I was like, man, I, I want, I know, like, that's what I want to go for, too, so, yeah. like, and met them, they already knew, and that's when we discussed, like, you know, this is the route that I want to take, and I, I want to be one of those fighters that's like you know, fighting the tough guys and but I want to get compensated. Hey, yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Yep. It's kind of like remember how long Michael Chandler stayed with Bellator mm-hmm. because he wasn't leaving. Remember he was mm-hmm. like, "I'm good. I'm making great money. I'm beating everybody up. I'm mm-hmm. the champion." And then remember they finally started offering him big money to yep. go to UFC. Yep. And yep. finally, yep. like, okay, I'll go over there and we can we got we got worked. Mm-hmm. Remember like. I think he lost his first fight, didn't he?
1: No, he was his uh, second.
0: I remember him. He lost his
1: second fight. Second
0: fight, that's right.
1: But he came out in that first fight and he damn near lost. You know what I mean? So he he uh he got rocked, but then I think he came back and like fucking pop bro, just like instantly or some shit.
0: But yeah, I remember I was like, you know, these companies when you're at the level of like Bellator Mm -hmm. and like UFC, Bellator has is it is it NBC or CBS? One of those network TV companies. One of those companies is their is there financial people. Uh, Viacom. 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 Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. So, vi- you know, you, you're big, man. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. you're yeah. getting unlimited money. If you have to write a check, you're getting the money. If you have to write, you know, if they have to do this, they're getting it. Yeah, you know, and what you I remember when I first started getting to MMA with Nick, I used to always look at the... Online Like how much the, These fighters got paid That's mm-hmm. like Damn, That fight we just watched This guy only made 2500 Being on the other card He was like Number He was like I think he was like The 12th The first fight Which was like The Yo. 12th fight You know Or mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying he was the first fight Of the night Making 2500 $2,500 i am like And if you don't win You get 2500 Right, right You know I was like That is not a lot I mean How do you even? Right, right Because People don't understand This either You have to pay Coaches mm-hmm. Corners
1: Management team
0: man, Yeah Uh First-round management, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You have to pay them. You know, you have to pay, you know, all kinds of shit, man. Yeah, and that's... all this stuff, I remember Rampage, I was talking with me and Nick were together, and it was Rampage one night, mm-hmm. and Rampage was like, man, fucking talking about something, and he all of a sudden said... You know they don't understand. We have to pay for. All, he just lists like ten things off the top of his head. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, oh shit, taxes. My you know, man. you know. And I was like, damn, I never thought about that. You have to pay for all this shit. Yeah. I was like, you know, like. But you know, but yeah, man, that's fucking great, dude. Like they gave you that, and here we are, and shit, man. Yeah,
1: There's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but though, I'm like honestly with them, I'm like, uh, uh, I just got to keep, you know, keep fucking striving to be the best you know i'm like i'm seeing these folks i'm like uh i'm a good size yeah like i'm a good figure for them i'm you know i mean i'm i can compete with these folks i'm like i just gotta make sure that i got uh my shit together not going right. somewhere and from what i'm seeing, it's like it's just me putting 100 you know into it into one thing right now
0: do you have are there any fight offers coming? Like, I mean, do you have something on the horizon, like sometime soon, or anything? Or are y'all just waiting yeah, for them to hit y'all up? Yeah, we're just
1: waiting, man. It's like, uh, you know, so, you know, they got a bunch of shows going on right now. So what I do, I just kind of sit back and watch those shows. You know what I mean? And uh, just learning. Yeah, just learning because typically the fighter that you see in on their shows, like he'll be. He'll be fighting again soon, you know? It's like, like, if you see somebody fighting in, like, January on that show, you'll nine times out of 10 see them fighting again, like, before the summer, you know? Like, yeah. So that that's why I try to keep up with, like, that pattern. And it's like, just go ahead and kind of put it in my head of, like, you know, you just get to know the roster right. and realize that these are the type of fighters that you need to be able to compete against. On four weeks' notice. Damn. Yep.
0: It's like, so, how many times a year have do you fight? Usually, three times, or yeah. as many times as you can. My man, many mean, times
1: I can. I, really, think,
0: uh, I think. What's the most you've done in a in a year? Man, I think uh,
1: I want to say I think I fought three times in the year before.
0: That's a lot of yeah. on your body, man. But you know, you said you haven't had any. Serious things happened. So fucking crazy And I think it went
1: like uh I think it went like January May And October uh, I think that's how it went January, May, and October
0: uh, <sighs> That's crazy man. Yeah
1: So And But it was like Each time it felt like uh You know Damn I feel like I Just Got finished You know what I mean Like I'm just now coming down off of that last fight, like starting to heal and shit like that. And you tell me we already got like, you know basically I'll like after I'm healed up, I just kinda get to training and we we trained for like another two, three weeks before we getting phone calls of like, you know, this is this is what's up. yeah this what's up, you know. So
0: So I that. remember when we were in Vegas watching Rampage fight for Shot Evans, it was Nick, myself, Linair, um uh, a couple other people, you know, mm-hmm. we all, went to, we all we went to Vegas for Memorial Day weekend just to go see Rampage fight. Right, right. And we're in the MGM, and we go to Rampage's after party, and my buddy Lanair is outside talking to Rampage, and Nick, and, you know, he's like, hey, man, good job, uh, you know, shaking his hand. He's like, whoa, 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 And he's like, because, you know, your hand is mm-hmm. just completely yeah, yeah. fucking swollen yeah. up. And something that's something we never think about. Never. never. And uh, our buddy was telling us that uh, my buddy Carla did the podcast a couple of weeks ago. He said, like, you know, you got these big macho figures and people, mm-hmm. like, in wrestling and stuff, like, WWF, he said, or WWE now, he said that when he does his uh, things with uh, WWE, like, locally and stuff, yeah, like, he'll be talking to people, you know, what's up, and he's, like, they give you, like, the smallest, like, yeah. w- wimpiest, I guess, is, like, the word he used, I can't remember, but I was, like, you barely doing any contact on your yeah, hands, yeah. like, how long does that take for you to recover from?
1: Like, um, so... Let's say, uh I think Rambo fell on my hand uh around January ninth or something like that. Mm-hmm. I believe. Uh so when he when he fell on my hand, dad was like it was still hurting. And it's still hurting like now, right, you know, to this day. It's like uh
0: Your last fight was like a month ago, right? Or no shit. December. Beginning of January, uh, it was January 29th. That was the last fight, yeah. Damn, dude. And um, it's still hearts, yeah. It is, it, like, is it swollen still? helping? like, is that what you
1: well? I mean, it's not, I mean, let me see. Not yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, not really swollen, it's yeah. Just, it's just like, it's still there, you know what I mean. And it's like, uh, like I said, and that didn't even happen in the fight, that happened at
0: training, bro. Know, like that, another freaking killer, man. Yeah. That guy's so strong, dude. Yeah. Jesus, that's so what I'm saying.
1: It's like, he. I think it was his knee or some shit. Like, uh, I think I punched his knee or something like mm. that. But we did something along those lines where we, I remember it was his knee that collided with my hand, and it was just before the fight, and I was like, fuck, this is going to, like, I knew it wasn't broke, but I knew I was like, man, this is going to hurt, Like, and this is going to be hard to, you know, like deal with and get through. Right. And it's like people don't realize that too. It's like, and this is what I wanna say, right? Some people be watching these fights and being like, He just broke the grip. He just he just gave that up. He just did that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, exactly yeah, I'm like, dude, i was like, bro, I'm a strong dude. I was like, but if you pull at my fucking injuries and pull at my fucking weak hands, I'm like, it's gonna fucking I'm gonna give. You know, it's right. Like, yeah, it's like and I don't think people realize like a lot of fighters like got permanent injuries. And they working around the injury, even still while they fighting, you know. Right. Like so. So I'm saying like, yeah, like people don't necessarily think like that. Like, y'all like have a grip, then all of a sudden pulling it, like pulling that something that I know is just like weak, and i like, man, I gotta let it go. You know. Do
0: when you watching fights on TV with your friends and stuff like that, do they make dumb comments like that? Yeah. Like what the fuck What the fuck Why what the I could have had that No you couldn't have yeah. Motherfucker You have no idea Yeah
1: Yeah It's like uh, Or What's the name Why not mine not I I, bro, I remember I went off On one of my friends Who uh, Tripped out On one of my fights You know what I mean Yeah It's like uh, saying it was like boring or some shit like that. Why don't you go do it, dude? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I was like, I was like bro, what the fuck? Fuck you! Why don't boring? you train? Yeah. Why don't you
0: go train for the last what? You 20, ten years of my life. Why, yeah, why don't you go do that?
1: Exactly, and basically saying that th- this this dude is like a fucking nurse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, talking about oh, this is fucking bullshit. Uh, I don't even want to watch fights like that. I'd rather see. I would have really seen him get knocked out than to see
0: that. Well, it's like, you know, he's probably one of the people like, oh, St. Pierre. I hate watching St. Pierre fight because he's always on the ground. Yeah. Like, dude, I don't know much that goes into it, Mm -hmm. but, like, the operation side, you know? But, like, when you guys are in there, I understand how strong each guy is trying to pull or or snag at somebody else. Mm -hmm. And he's just dominating, you know? Like, that's a lot of work, man. It is. Yeah. And, and. People, that's why I saw, so I used to watch ESPN, like like my Bible, right, religion. Mm -hmm. I just stopped watching it. I think I stopped watching it as much, like a couple of years ago, like four or five years ago. Because, man, I would be watching, you know, Monday, turn on the TV, TV. They would talk about all the football players, how they fucked up. Now these are guys. Now guys that played football can talk shit. Yeah, right, right, right. But when you never played and you weren't even a coach or anything, mm-hmm. you can't really talk. And I just got, and they they started having more and more and more of those kind of people on these shows. Right, right. So I can't. I still love watching that shit. Yeah. Like, um, around the horn yep, is my yep. favorite with the black dude and the white guy, mm-hmm. Michael. What are they names? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know. What you're talking but about. like. I love that show, but neither one of those guys have been a pro athlete. Right? They're writers. And, yeah, yeah. and that's that's fine. But like, dude, you're judging people for something you've never been able to do. Exactly. Like, yeah, the guy's forty years old now, so he's a little bit out of his he's out mm-hmm. of his prime. But look at Tom Brady, you know, when Tom Brady threw three interceptions, I think it was the second game of this year, they were like, Oh, he's done. Everybody was right, oh, right. he needs to go and retire before he gets hurt. Dude. What are you talking about He yeah. almost took his team To the fucking Super Bowl again. You know again yeah, And he right. would have Fucking won it Like you yeah. know like like
1: Other people don't Understand my It's like That's what like, so I'm saying uh, And I think I kind of did that Like I fell off Of fighting Like yeah. I fell off Of watching UFC So much because It had started Having so many people Who knew nothing About fighting You know It was just like In there Just trying to be like like, not a commentator, but just just trying to give input on, oh, it looks like this was just too much for him and this went this way and this went that way. And sometimes, like, like, the athlete can look and see, like, this is what exactly happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like,
0: it, it's different when a pro fighter or pro athlete is talking about another mm-hmm. athlete. Now, whether, now, even like most pro athletes know about other sports, even yeah. though they're not talking about the sport they're in, right? Right. Or like right. say they say Tom Brady's talking about an MMA fighter or something, he's not going to criticize that fighter for breaking a uh, getting on top or whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. getting loose or whatever. Like if he's talking about something, it's always the people that can't do it that mm-hmm. want to judge you the hardest, right? Because yeah. you never really see pro athletes from another sport shit on a pro athlete from. The sport they're shitting on Exactly Right now you got right. guys Within your own leagues Like mm-hmm. you know You got belts or guys hating each other You got UFC guys You got every You know whatever You have rivalries In every sport right Right But you never have Like a rivalry With a football player Or like, and a tennis player yeah. Because it's just Completely different mm-hmm. Like Tom Brady Can't go out there And be Roger Federer Right
1: exactly. and, and, So it's just One of those things Like and It's like Even something as similar As boxing And MMA Like I hang out With a lot of boxers And never once Do you'll hear them kind of try to critique, like, yeah. like something on... Like or a talk, striking yeah, or something? Yeah, or, like, talk shit about the way I strike. Sometimes, yeah. even when I'm boxing, like, they'll just kind of be like, you know, just more on the boxing side, you think about it this way. And that's about it, you know what I mean? It's like, but they don't try to stop the MMA fighter from being, like, an MMA fighter because they realize, like, you know, well, for one, it's working for them, and for two, it's like, it's working for us, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like... But versus to someone like Jazz, one of my homies I have come watch or something like that, and they they come tell me, I think you move too much with your face like this, and <laughs> you kind of get in this area, and you should do this. Yeah. Tonight. Like, bro, I'm like, that's okay. But a lot of – and I've been getting that a lot lately since this last fight. Really? Yeah, just like people, you know – Letting me know you should have did this, should have said that, you know, say or oh, what happened here? How like somebody asked me, uh, how tough was he really? And tough, not that tough, I guess.
0: I yeah, I don't like, know. Yeah, what, what do you <laughs> want me to say so we can end this conversation? Because <laughs> yeah, I really right. don't want to have this conversation with you. Yeah, right? like, like, and so
1: and a lot of it was just like you know, I really had to like I really had to think like somebody like. John Jones you know what I mean it's like, I'm like bro I never thought I would like take anything out of his book besides fighting I'm like but take something out of his book of just like listening to these people and just going okay thank you and like that's it it's like I yeah. appreciate that you know it's like and let it go like my I had a kid come up to me like two like a week or two ago and asked me he like how'd the fight go? And I was like, I lost. He's like, Yeah, I know, I watched it. Dig <laughs> it. <I> was like, <laughs> what the fuck? He's like, fuck y'all, kids, man. Yeah. Like, man, what the <laughs>
0: fuck? Um who are your who are your favorite fighters right now? Or 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 you can do all time if you want.
1: Mine uh my favorite fighters right now is like uh mine like, um I'll tell you one thing, man. I I give you one uh, a local. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm let's like, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. I get, like a lot of my favorite fathers are locals. You okay. Know? Yeah. So let's do that. Uh, yeah. And right like, right now, locally, my favorite father is Danny Barlow. Yeah, it's like uh, truly fucking amazing. Truly, one of the next ones, I believe. Elite. Really? Yeah. Elite, elite. And um, uh, like UFC wise, I say. A person who I really enjoy watching is uh he just fought uh yesterday he was the second fight on the car, Ramiz, oh yeah yeah, yeah Ramiz uh as as one of my good friends too, but I really really fucking if he fighting I'm tuning in it's like yeah and it's like um and so yeah that I would say like those are like my favorite fighters right now like but at all time. Is um Chuck Liddell, Andre Alaski. Man, you those know? are the OGs, yeah. bro. Those guys. Oh man. I was standing next to Andre Alaski like uh three, four weeks ago, just before he had a uh, fought uh that dude. I mean,
0: dude's 40 <laughs> it's and like, killing it, man. Yeah, he's like, I mean, I, he's on like a, a streak, right? Like yeah, three or four yeah. or something. I was like, I when I was reading some I was reading um I was doing something on the internet and reading mm-hmm. like the results, you know. Right. It's said Andre Alaski. And I, I didn't even put it together. I was like, wait. And I went back, I was like, wait a minute. And I clicked the link. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I was like, damn.
1: Andrea my and it's crazy because when I seen him, I didn't even know he was fighting. You yeah. know, it's like I seen him uh I guess it was a week before he had to fly out. And he was just in the gym, you know, sweating, working hard. You know what I mean? It's like you you wouldn't think that it was a fight week for him. Like, just like how he was it, it was like he didn't have, like, no special attention, like, you know. Oh, Yeah, okay. like, they got him in here. Like, he is at <clears throat> practice in a group doing his Saturday session. Right. And it's like, you know, when he come up to us, you know, I kind of see him and say what's up and shit like that. And it's like, it it, it strips me out to think, like, I'm like, damn, you know. It's like Here you are. Yeah, here I am, like, fucking, I'm sitting here, like, had Andre Alaski waiting to talk to the owner of American Top Team, you know, it's <laughs> like yeah, it's like um, you know, and like that's another thing like that we uh, was making changes with too. It's like I was joining American Top Team like for my next camp, so I was gonna make sure I'm like down there for a majority of this camp. So this next one, so Oh okay, yeah, yeah so, I was gonna
0: ask that like, mm-hmm. are you would you are you gonna start traveling to do camps and stuff like that? Yeah,
1: yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm not going to be like Cali here, Florida there, blah, blah, blah. It's like, um, I spoke to the coaches at ATT. I like the way they is, you know what I mean? And, yeah. um, it's like, uh, they understand that, you know, I got a life here. You know? You gotcha. yeah. 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 Like, they understand I got life here, and uh, they was very welcoming of me joining the gym. So, I was going to give that a try, and it's like you know when we we spoke on it. It's like it, you know if you don't like it after this camp, you know, saying like, by all means you can leave. And so I was like, I don't see why not try You know, at least I mean? yeah. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Dude, that's very understanding yeah. of their part. Was like, hey, you look, you you want to come? Mm-hmm. We'll let you come. Yeah. If you don't like it, then go back to Memphis yeah. Yeah. Like, like, or go to Cal or you know exactly. wherever you want to go. Like you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna hold you here. You
1: yeah, know, yeah. It's like uh, and like I said, it was it was cool because you uh, you get to talk to the owner, you know what I mean, and, you know, the coaches and stuff like that. So you not wondering, like, does this coach not like me or does the owner not really know me, you know. So it, it's, it's good to kind of be, like, on the other side of it. Like, when I first was at ATT, like, in 2018, it was like, it was a full blown like, well, yeah, he has to pay us up front just to even come here for a week, you know, I got you, yeah, it's like, and now it's like, uh,
0: sure, yeah,
1: sure, you know, like we'll talk about it after you get paid, you know it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like, that's that's how it is now, yeah get so. that L, I'll get that w and uh yeah, with, yeah. <laughs> so. but that's legit, man, um, I don't know, I think I think that's it, man, oh uh, yeah, right. I pre- hey, I really appreciate you coming on today. I didn't know we were going to talk for almost two hours, man.
1: Yeah, man. I kind of figured, like, like I, I, I fucking talk a lot, bro. No, no and yeah, I appreciate,
0: like- you know, and I appreciate you coming on. But, like, I want to, um, so your next camp, I mean, your next, um, uh, yeah, your next camp, um, I, I'll get with Matt mm-hmm. and i am do a little sponsorship or something, try to figure something out. I don't, I don't yeah. know how much they run and stuff, but, yeah, you know. Yeah. We're a mom and pop still podcast, but did it be really legit to see my fucking to see our logo on your on your banner? Oh yeah, yeah. that'd be dope,
1: man. Hey, just make sure it don't conflict with Monster Energy, like.
0: um, Oh no, it won't because Monster. (laughs) Yeah, this is a podcast, and Monsters Energy,
1: They they fucking run everything. Do they really? I mean, Um, I know they're humongous. Like I I didn't even know certain stuff. Like um, I you know I got Cloud Nine as a sponsor. Mm -hmm. Like, don't you know they called me down, like, from, like, cutting weight. I was like, hey, you can't have this on there. I'm like, why? Yeah, why? It's like, I was like, well, we have a CBD company. And I was like, what? So, yeah, so, oh, okay. Yeah, so so like, is, yeah.
0: if they if they have a sponsor, a corporate sponsor for mm-hmm. belts or there's a no-go then. Yes, yeah, no-go, yeah. So so what do you have to do, get a new banner made? like. <laughs> Oh, you had to put tape over it or
1: yeah, something? They came down with black tape and I was like, okay, that's cool, putting black tape over it. But I was like, I'm like, but what about the shorts though? I had to take a black sharpie and color out, like color out a cloud nine with the black sharpie. I was like,
0: What did what? Cam say, man?
1: I know Cam understood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he really understood Cam like Cam know me for yeah. since since I was 18. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm like, he know I ain't with no shit like that. I was like, and I'm like, bro. I come shopping in the store down there <laughs> <laughs> religiously. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, it's I just one read, of things. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know,
0: I so. talked to Cam a couple of weeks or maybe like a month and a half ago. I asked Hey, man, look, you know, why don't you come do the podcast? You mm-hmm. know, you have a lot, you sponsor a lot of fighters and uh, um, he just has he's going to get back to me. He said he's really busy because of the holidays. I guess it's a really busy season uh-huh. for them. But like, he said he was going to get back to me and stuff. But um, yeah, man. So yeah, I'll get with Matt yeah, and yeah. we'll go from there.
1: I definitely appreciate it, bro. I really do. So
0: we always end the podcast with, um, your advice for people like for a kid or whoever you want to advise to be
1: mine uh shit uh honestly if i could give any fucking advice it would be uh fucking just um uh, i don't know just like realize that fucking time is like a long fucking time for real you know what i mean it's Yeah. Like, so you know what i mean and that that can go anyway. like you know but Time is really all we got You know
0: Yeah I see what you're yeah. saying You're saying like Five years from now You're gonna Five years from now You're gonna be five years older mm-hmm. So you might as well Do what you wanna do And be five years older With a better life Right right Something like right, that right, Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Time is still gonna go on Whether you become a doctor In those five years or exactly, not Exactly yeah Whether you take that, uh, that test To become a doctor mm-hmm. like, Or you don't You're still gonna be Five years older
1: Yeah and it's like Or you can put in there Five years of Gruesome work And you know Shit, mm-hmm. feeling like it's forever, it's like, and that's where it come in. That shit's forever too. It's like, and I say that a lot of times with the fighters. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I don't think a lot of the fighters realize like they they doing it and it's happening and it's fun and it's you know shit right now, but it's like you know something as short as a year from now, my fucker, you might be in a situation to where it's like you gotta pull a little bit more of your own weight or you gotta do a little bit more or you send a motherfucker who you then shit it on like in a spot that you're supposed to be at. Then that's when you got to realize like, okay, my time, it's my time. It's fucking, but like shit, I'm running out of time. But at the same time, fucking like, it's going to take time for me to get where I want to be. But what am I doing right now with my time right now? It's like fucking, I need to be fucking working towards this. Or fucking, you know, working towards something else because, like, really, that's all we got. It's a little bit of time. And it's like, shit, you're going to have to get to working so you can have an easier life and a future. And I, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, and I I feel like I can kind of say that because of, like, I went from, like, having to work, like, super, super fucking hard, like, not even, like, not only with my craft, but, like, just, like, just trying to be a blue-collar person, you know person yeah. person, You got to work super fucking hard, and it's like, and now it's to the point to where I'm, like, I didn't got myself to the point to where I'm, like, okay, I still got to work hard, but now, I'm comfortable and in a spot to where I can just work hard on my craft. You know what I mean? It's like, Man, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I I want to end the podcast by saying this: Fuck the guy or woman or couple whoever did this to us. Fuck the guy that came up with money. Oh uh, yeah. Fuck <laughs> like the person that valued. Like my my roommate always mm-hmm. says, "Who said diamonds are not going to be worth this much right, per right. pound or whatever?" You know, fuck yeah, those people. Because yeah. here we all are. <laughs> you're working you know you're fighting for money mm-hmm. I'm fucking driving the bud light car for money you My know like this is what we do but oh. hey man once again I really appreciate it brother Sir, appreciate thanks it man again, bro. thank you all right bye